Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy Nick Tanner, host of the Tanner's Eye View podcast, and this is episode 17 of Tanner's Eye View, the podcast where we talk about everything gaming and things I want to get off my chest and the eye view of how I see things. I have one lovely guest here today. Uh, he's been on the show a lot. He's on his eighth run of Elden Ring, ignoring Master Chief's phone calls and haven't touched grass since this summer. You guys know him as Stu. Uh, that's my boyfriend. Stu, tell the people who you are and uh, where to find you and shit. I, I mean, I'll kind of reiterate what I said before. I've been on here before, so y'all should know who I am and where you can find me at. But for those who haven't, I'm LLK Stu, streamer, Elden, Elden Lord for the third time, not eighth. And um, yeah, i still a little too afraid to touch grass, but maybe one day. It feels like you're eight times. Like, it just feels like you've been playing for so long. But that's why. Yeah, that's, you know what? Let me see how many hours I got on the game. Now that you mention it, let's, that's, let's that's just what I, giggles. That's the real question I want to know: is the hour amount? Because I make sure I check my hours too. Like sometimes I'm trying. How long? Hundred and sixty-three. Ah, uh, dude, you're like over mine by a hundred. I'm sitting at like forty-five hours, and I thought I was like really getting in depth with the game, and then I hear your hours, and I'm like, dude, I'm not even anywhere close. I mean, I wish I could see how much each playthrough was split up to, but I mean, you can you can sink a lot of time in before you beat the game if you do everything. Man. But you you can easily hit like a hundred hour mark if you do like all the side quests and exploring. It's not by the time it's, you beat the game. It's not even like that too. It's also the point that I feel like I'm exploring everything and whatever else. I don't know. We'll get into it in a second. Let me Bet. give the let me do my household cleaning. I gotta tell the people what to do. Uh, first off, I didn't write this down in my notes, but I just want to say you guys that have been pulling up the pod, listening to it, giving it me and my lovely guest the chance to, uh, invade your ear holes with, uh, knowledge of gaming and just us talking about video games has just been an absolute blessing to me. Um, I never thought that I would, I mean, we, we were at 600 downloads last episode after the Pokemon episode, we're at 700 all time downloads throughout the pod and its existence. So just seriously, thank you guys. You guys have been absolutely killing it. Everybody that's supporting the pod, listening to it, rating it five stars, all that good shit. It's uh, it's very heartwarming. Uh, it shows that I'm doing something right. It shows that you guys like it. Um, if you guys have any, any, any recommendations or anything that I should start including inside the pod, please don't be afraid to hit me up on Twitter at you love Nick Tana. Leave a comment, leave a rate, any rate, any rate is honest, honestly anything. But if you guys could leave five stars, it will really help me move up the algorithm, get the community bigger and uh, really drive this thing to its potential. Um, like I said, my name is Nick Tana. Uh, you guys can find me on all social media, specifically Twitter, YouTube and Twitch. Uh, you just type in at you love Nick Tan and you can find my social pages on YouTube. I've been going crazy with the Elden Ring and then Twitch. I stream three days a week. Um, I'm done rambling. Uh, I'm ready to kick this off, man. I just want to say thank you guys so much and uh, means the world. It means the world that we're uh, we're making progress. We're making big waves and uh, I'm glad I can do this with my friends and stuff like that. Shut up, man. Whoa. I'm talking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I told. I told myself. Listen, bro, Stu. The only reason I did that to you is like I just. I just. One I just, star. One what? star. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, man. I, I gotta. I gotta give you shit sometimes. That's my boy. That's my boy. Um, man. But any. Regardless, before we get into Elden Ring, because before we start every pod, we've been having this little trend where we talk about where we're at. And Elden Ring. It's pretty much the main game I'm playing right now. Same thing with Stu. I just want to ask Stu how his day's going, man. I want to get an in-depth of uh, Friday and Saturday for you. Let's uh, let's do two days. How's the two days been for you? 
In, in terms of like Elden Ring or just in general? Just in general. What'd you do, man? Do you have work? Do you go outside? Did you have a good meal? Uh, I mean, uh, the the weekends are usually uh, when Casey like goes over to her friends and works on the weekends. So Fridays and Saturdays are usually like the big days where I just get to like bull out with Scarlet all day, which is always fun. Right. She's a dude. She's a hellion. Like she she's <laughs> nuts right now. She is at like that age where it's just like she's like running at like six gear all the time and i'm just like every now and again i'm like just let me sit down Mm -hmm. that's how will is it's basically he's just like jumping up and down he doesn't really think twice about things oh let me get a piece of candy let me drive this truck i want to watch this no i want to watch this in this room and it's like he he wants to do everything and like you know me i'm that cool dad bro I, i really don't care what he does i'll make him whatever he wants to eat like i really like the only time I really get picky with them is like, bro, you ain't going to have a piece of candy for lunch or you're not going to have ice cream at eight in the morning. Like we got to be reasonable. But like, if yeah. it's, I'll let him stay up to 11 o'clock at night running around throughout the house. I really don't. Yeah. Care. As long as I'm up and I'm not doing nothing, I really don't care. Come kick it. I'm, I'm like that, too. It's just, yeah, mo- most of the thing is like when it comes to like her eating and drinking, because it's like, you know, sometimes she likes, you know, she likes those like Welch's fruit snack things. She will demolish a whole box of those if I let her. So I have to like. At some point, I have to, like, cut her off, and I'm like, no, and then she's just, like, going bonkers, and I'm like, dog, you've had, like, five bags of these. Like, you can't keep doing this. Like, let's eat some Let's eat some real food. Bro, my son's juice box count today is insane. Oh, dude, <laughs> oh, you know those, those juice barrels? Like, the ones that are shaped like the little jugs? Like oh, the, I, haven't, I haven't gave him a barrel yet. That's about to be the next thing. Those oh, are dude, cheap. Those are cheap, goes, too. Charlotte goes fucking nuts over those barrels. <laughs> like, She'll drink one, she'll drink one, throw it away, and grab another one out and just bring it to me and be like, open it. And I'm like, you just drank, you just chugged one, like, chill out. <laughs> That's him with, like, the, uh, we get them the, uh, Kroger brand or, like, the, uh, the Costco brand of the juice boxes. And that's what he'd be drinking, like, the Capri Suns. And, like, we'll just put that in his face and he'll be like, juice box, juice box, juice box. And he just goes crazy on it. He can't even get them himself. I got to stab it in there and stuff. But he's a, he's a juice box maniac. And it, like, yeah, Scar- Scarlet's a juice box and Gogurt. Like, those are her two things. Like, dude, she goes nuts over those Gogurt tubes. And it's just like, Jesus, man, like, you're gonna have like thank god you're not lactose intolerant or whatever (laughs) that's cool man you got to uh spend some time with your daughter like i mean like like i said like sometimes mo should be like well you're just gonna have a father and son's day at willie i'm like fuck it that's cool i'm like i I really don't mind with that like some people they'd be like oh my god but like i am as long as he's cool when he doesn't hurt himself like i let him do what he wants he just chills in his room he just watches his monster truck or whatever he ruined my youtube dog like my YouTube, I, I signed into my YouTube on his thing. I, I specifically make sure I'm signed out anytime yeah. she gets on anything with YouTube. I'm like, you are not ruining my my algorithm. You know, you know what fuck pops up on my YouTube, bro? Blippy. I Dude, hate Blippy. Oh. Scarlet loves Blippy. <laughs> Blippy is the absolute worst. This dude pops up on my screen literally every time I pop. Uh, it's it's either Blippy or something to do with Mario because he watches Mario Kart all the time. So Scarlet likes Blippy and then Ryan. Those are like her two. Mm, I don't know who Ryan is, but I don't know if uh, I want my son watching Ryan. Ryan's toy reviews. He was like that kid way back in the day. He was like did like toy reviews and like was like massive and like now he just does like skit videos and like Roblox with his family. She likes watching him. I'm like whatever. Interesting. Keeps keeps him occupied. So. Oh yeah, it, it she just sits there and like chills out and I'm like you're making my job easy. Right. Little update update for me, man. I just been 
Friday and Saturday as well. At work, we're finally down to uh, I uh, my shift usually is I work uh, five five twelves, so we've been cut down to five tens. So I've been getting a lot more time and shit like that to spend some time with uh, the family and stuff. So basically, I came home Friday about like four thirty, five o'clock, something like that. Hurried up, got changed, cut the grass, had a truly in hand, did a little bit of that, and um, grass. Damn it. Morgan got some pizza from Domino's. We ended up kicking it. And then yesterday was uh it was a workers party for the yacht club. My fiance, uh you got you love Mo guys. She works at the uh she works at the yacht club. <clears throat> That's a few streets down from us. And uh they obviously they benefited her for how many hours she puts in. So we had some steak, some drinks. We just Balled out, but God, man, those vo- vodka, vodka is the death of me, man. When you drink juices all day, juices. When you drink juices all day, <laughs> when you're a tru- you step up when, to the big boy drinks, it hits, huh? Yeah, when you're a truly stand, bro. You just want to, dude. I wanted to lay in bed all day. Oh man, but I'm happy I'm getting something productive down and whatever else. So I'm glad you had a good, uh, good little weekend. And this is gonna make it better because I'm gonna flame your ass. So I you know, I know we wanted to talk about the last topic on the list, how we wanted to talk about that, and you were like, you were like, oh yeah, we could debate about that, but we'll leave it. For uh, them. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it for them to find out. Um, so you got you're the best part of the podcast. Y'all gotta stick through it. <laughs> All right, guys. So our first topic we're going to talk about is obviously, like we said, traditionally, we like to talk about Elden Ring because we've just been enjoying the hell out of the game and giving it its flowers, honestly, because like I say on every episode of the pod, I didn't think I would be this much in love with the game that I am. So we're going to give you guys a little update where I'm at. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off to where I'm sitting at about 46 hours, maybe a little bit more. Um, I finally do, did the uh, Lakes of Luernia, so I kind of been exploring that, and then after I did all that, I pretty much did everything I could in Kalid. So I know I got my uh, my Moonvale Gatana. I've been exploring that. I uh, facing a lot of bosses that are pretty tough. I ended up battling uh, Radon, which is very cool, and just like just kind of exploring, see what I can to level up. But I've realized that I have to go back to Kalid because I did I didn't do the Scarlet Dragon. Uh, or the, the the lake rot dragon or whatever I think it's the lake rot or scarlet rot you, scarlet rot is it, yeah like this the dragon that breeds like scarlet or scarlet, scarlet rot breath yeah so I got to do that, that. Sucks. and then I got to do the dungeon with scarlet rot okay yeah so there's have a, you done a have you done any of like the uh, beast clergyman stuff uh I don't think so got to do that then too yeah there's a lot of stuff that I I was missing but. I ended up. I don't know the what I for. You're gonna have to tell me this because you were watching the stream. What place am I at now? Like for the uh, the new area, uh, the up north area. It's not the Divine Tower, but it's around there. Yeah, you're in like Lando, like the city, like yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're like last I saw you were on the outskirts of it because I was tapping in and out, and you were like on the stairs getting up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically oh, where they're at right now. Yeah. So just I love, ca- yeah, Altus Plateau. I, I love Altus. That area is so cool. Mm-hmm. The Radon battle, Stu told me Radon Festival. I was kind of worried for it, but like after kind of sitting back and listening to the story of uh, the cinematic of just basically him, just uh, the curse that was put on him and that he was just eating his army and that he just wanted to die. I'm like, yo, this dude has been through some shit. So I was like, yeah. And then uh, I felt like the battle was a little too easy. But like once you kind of clarified that uh, he wanted to die, it makes it more of just like a well, that. And it's like lore wise. It's like he's he's afflicted by the rot. Like he's holding back the stars still while he's it's like he's nowhere near his full power now. And like and 
Uh, the thing I kind of hated, granted, I, we both beat him the same way, is it's like Rock Sling is a great spell. I almost kind of wish Rock Sling didn't even work on him because it's like gravity magic and he mm. is the master of gravity magic. So it was kind of annoying that this spell worked so well against him. And it's like he he made this spell. Why why is it so effective against him? Right. Because like, that, like that, I said, that's how I beat him. So that's basically how I did it too. I just spaced out, did rock sling, and then let all my summons do the work. But then I made sure when they all died, I made sure I got in there and got my hits in and shit like that. So, um, it was definitely I I liked Radon. I like his armor. I'm rocking his helmet right now. Well, actually, no, I think I'm not rocking his helmet anymore. I'm actually rocking the uh, the antlers that you find in Nokron. Oh yeah, the big deer antlers or whatever. Yeah. So I've been rocking yeah. them. Um. I change my armor like daily. Every time I boot up, I'm like, what looks cool today? Yeah, like that's the thing is like you, it really doesn't matter like that. Now that I'm kind of tweaking with stuff, like it's, I, I feel like it's just more cosmetic. As long as I'm not fat rolling, I really don't care. I just want Yeah, it's like unless you equip like the bull goat or like the omen armor, which is just nothing but poise, it's like who cares? Right. I mean, I'm going to get my shit rocked regardless. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to get hit regardless. So I might as well just get hit less, forehead. Get I good. Like the- like the, the tree sentinel armor that armor is clean as hell i don't know if i got the tree sentinel armor so you know that dungeon that you were in that hero grave where it was like the two uh chariots going back and forth and stuff like that yeah you get it in there by getting all the chariots to like destroy each other like there's like a puzzle in there where you have to like activate these switches and it essentially like turns them to where they crash into each other and when you do that to like all of them you get the armor okay yeah, that it's chariot shit. looking armor, but it's that, heavy. That chariot shit was so annoying, bro. Hero graves low key kind of suck. I I don't like doing. I them. lost twenty two k runes doing that shit because I wasn't going back to fight them. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you were fighting the the two crucible knights in there. Yeah, hey, I'm like I'm not going back in there for no twenty two k runes. I was like I'm gonna stress myself out. Um, and then like if you guys remember from the last episode, I did say that I do rock magic in one hand and then I have a, a katana in the other hand. I fully converted to full beast mode. I am full katana mode, two katanas, rocking them. A lot of people on the internet have been chirping about it. I know, I know, I know. Whatever, whatever. I think it's dope. I think the two katanas is cool. I can kind of understand in like the PvP aspect because it's like katanas are good. There, there, there is a counter to it. In PvP, you can make everything work good. Katanas are extremely easy to counter, but it's like in the PvE aspect where you're just playing by yourself. Like, who gives a shit what you use? That's why when people are like, you like beat a boss and they're like, oh, you use Moonveil and it's like, who gives a shit? This is a PvE. Like, this literally doesn't even involve cheesing another player. That's just the internet for you, bro. Like, I mean, like, I saw it and I was just like, I just didn't understand. Like, to be honest, I think there's way cooler weapons than the katanas. Like, the katanas are cool and they do a lot of damage, but they're the most reasonable weapon to use. They're scaled to what I already have upgraded. So it makes sense they're for fast, me to do they that. They have bleed, they have good abilities. Like, they're just, yeah, they're good. I mean, yeah. I, I use. The, I, I mean, I use, if I'm not using katanas, I use, I call them heavy katanas, like the the curved great swords. Essentially the exact same thing. They're just heavier. I think there's way cooler weapons. I just can't use them. And I didn't like, I, but like, yeah, dude, that's the thing about the game. You could replay and you could get a different weapon. You could re, you could re fucking, uh, respect yourself to get new weapons and shit like that. So I just never understood, but it is what it is. I don't yeah, know. Last, last playthrough I did, I did this, uh, dual scythe and dual spear build. And I was like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm probably going to pick it up today, uh, pick it up where I left off. But other than that, man, I've been having a great, great time with the game. It's fun. It's great. And it's probably going to win game of the year because everything's getting uh, pushed back, which we'll also talk about that in the pod, too, because we got to talk about Red fi- uh, Redfall or, or Redfall. It's Starfield. Starfield, so, yeah. 
Well, both of them, right? Yeah, they both got pushed back. They're both Bethesda games too. Like everybody, everybody, we can talk about it right now. Anyway, we'll talk about the PlayStation yeah. stuff afterwards. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's let's be real. Who who didn't see at least Starfield getting pushed back? Like, let's be real. Listen, from what I heard is from uh, Xbox, like Xbox, like reporters and shit like that. They were saying they were talking to the guy that was like in charge of the whole operation, and they he made it very confident that the game was going to come out. But me as a as a consumer of games and just seeing like. You didn't put out a lick of gameplay yet. You haven't. Uh, the only you gave us one cinematic that came out last year, and it was coming uh, along from that one year anniversary from that cinematic. I was just like, I I was very unconfident that it was uh that it was coming out on time. But I mean, a lot of people were really hoping to because like that uh, Xbox don't really have any more games coming out until uh, Red Redfall and Starfield come out. So. I mean, um, unless unless Xbox actually does come through and does the uh, does like that Marcus Phoenix collection thing that's being rumored. If they do that, that's huge. That would be cool. I would lose my mind if they did that. So I'm going based on what Bethesda posted on Twitter. Uh, Bethesda on Twitter said an update on Redfall and Starfield, and they put. We have we made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. The teams of Arcane and Austin, uh, in quotes, that's Redfall, and Bethesda Game Studios, in, uh, in quotes, Starfield, have incredible ambitions for their games, and we want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. We want to thank everybody for their excitement for Redfall and Starfield. That energy is a huge part of that. what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating. We can't uh, wait to share our first deep dive into gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Thank you for the support. Now, I'm going to go on my impressions of it first because, to be honest, uh, I go outside. I touch a lot of grass. I make sure video games don't consume my life, even though I love them. A lot of people are very upset about this. A lot of people on the Xbox side of things, they're freaking out. They're saying, like, oh, well... This is the last big uh, release for Xbox in general. Those two games were like what everybody was looking forward to. Those were like the main title games that Xbox was falling back on. Now, Xbox don't have a game in general for the rest of the year until 2023. Um, it looks like a lot of games are getting pushed back, but honestly, it really doesn't bother me that much. I've been saying this with every game that gets pushed back. Like If it gets pushed back, it's just like go back and play a different game, honestly. Um, I just kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. I'm more shocked about Redfall than anything. Redfall looked like it was coming out on time. It looked very confident, but, um, yeah, at least we got more from Redfall than we did Starfield. I think, well, they were putting out alphas and stuff like that for certain people or like pre alphas. People were like pre playing the game. So it must've went really bad to where people were just not like, ah, this ain't it. Like, but they, they pushed it back, but Redfall, I felt like, wasn't as highly highly anticipated like Starfield. Like, uh, people are saying, like, Starfield's going to contend for Game of the Year. And I never really understood that because I don't know where people... People are like, it's a Bethesda game. You just got to expect that it's going to be good. Like, I think... Is it is it supposed to feel like that uh, that Skyrim Elder Scrolls type thing, but you're in space, right? I, I don't know. We don't know enough about it to say that. So That's the thing. Like, we don't, game of the year. We don't like, know. Like, I mean, like people are like, I've talked to a good load of my community and a lot of people that do like these games as well. And they're just like, they're expect, they're just saying like, you just have to expect that it's going to be good. It's like, I can't because I can't put my finger on it. But like, I'm hoping I get proved wrong, bro. I'd never like wish downfall on these games or anything, but like 
the same thing with Elden Ring. Like, I thought Elden Ring was going to be straight doo-doo. And then <laughs> I played it, and I watched people play it, and I it's all I can contain. That's all I've been, I've been putting into my, my hours. That's I completely disregarded my backlog for this game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, how do you feel about it? You, you cool with the pushback then? I mean, it's not really bugging you, right? I mean, it's not really bugging me. I'm just curious to know, like, the, I mean, their reasons for doing it, like, they said it's like you know they're pushing it back but they didn't really say anything like is it is it are you know is is it like a faltered game builder they revamping it is is the dev team being overworked um is it just you know regular delays it's like they're just like hey it's pushed back and there's no like why right if they were under like severe crunch it's like okay well that's understandable but it's like if they're just like which oh, we're like, or is like uh, kind of like we were talking about. It's like, or is it because Elden Ring came out and they were just like, shit, let's push it back. Like that, that's what I'm really starting to get to, man. There's been so many games like Breath of the Wild getting pushed back to 2023, and I think that some of these titles just they don't feel like they can compete with these games. So 2023 is gonna be like a toss up between all these random games, which is crazy because like people the are only, some people are saying God of War. 2022. Yep. That's God it. of War. That's, that's the only thing that can possibly like compete with it. But like that's the only one that's making a chance. Like, um, which Gordon had a question for the end of the pod about uh um a game of the year for uh besides Elden Ring. So we'll talk about Elden that at Ring. the end. Just Elden Ring. I don't think anything could beat uh, Kirby. Kirby? <laughs> Kirby? You're not you're not smiling. It's not Sorry, Kirby. I'm- <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm just looking up because I'm like trying to think. I'm like, what would even be contenders for game of the year? So I'm just looking up 2022 game <laughs> releases, and I'm like, <laughs> the only other thing I could potentially think of is maybe uh, um, the New Horizon game. Is it's like okay, like that was a big one, but even then, I didn't really hear a lot about it. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I just uh, I'm I'm more anticipated for Redfall, which a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people like the look of it, but like I am really, really invested into Redfall. I'm guessing Redfall is, uh, I'm not guessing. I've heard Redfall is basically like your uh, Left for Dead, your uh, Back for Blood type game, uh, but with animated characters. Well, like, you know what I'm saying. More cartoonish, yeah. I feel like. So I'm excited for that. But like I said, man, it's not really bugging me. We'll wait till 2023. Um, I was just very curious. Do you think, like, what game is going to have to step up to the table for Xbox now? You know what I'm saying? Because. Those two games were supposed to hold down the fort until 2023, and now it's like, okay, so let's look at Xbox and let's look at the titles they have. Um, Grounded is doing actually, we don't hear about it a lot, but I know Grounded is a very good game that it's a lot of people. It's been consistently good. Like, yeah. it's been like a consistent sleeper, but it's like, it's always been like a relatively well played game. Right. Like, I play Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves don't do enough for me to like really hold it down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hold down Xbox for that. Um, I guess, like, the only thing would have to be with Infinite, bro. Like, Infinite has to really, like, hold this shit down for, like, six months. And Halo Infinite... Yeah, Halo Infinite's just been bad, man. Like, it's very, like... It's very, like, odd, man, because... The only thing that I think Xbox has up their sleeve, like, now that I'm looking at it, and it's, like, it's probably not going to get announced this year, is Hellblade 2, but it's, like, I don't think that's... I I don't even think a release date's been announced for that game, so... We saw that once... Was that... That was gameplay, right? We saw that one gameplay at, uh... The Game Awards. Yeah, like, the kind of, like... Yeah, Sanua's... Or Hellblade 2 with, like, the weird, like, giant-looking thing, and... Which looks like a very good game, but, like, didn't... Isn't that game, like, four hours long? I, I don't think so. I would think it would be a full fledged like a triple A game. I know 
Hellblade 1 was a long game, so I'd, I'd hope that Hellblade 2 would be, too. Someone said four hours. I thought when I looked it up, it was a short game for some reason. But, like, that would be the only thing if it gets announced, but it looks like nothing's getting announced this year. But, like, is that is that is that really what... Like, I just never thought, like, does that award mean that much? The Game what, of the Year award? If, if your game isn't Game of the Year, is it a flop? Like, come on, bro. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of platformers that came out that didn't get Game of the Year. Like, Brett, Psycho Nuts, man. Psycho I Nuts. It. I knew Psycho Nuts was going to come up. Bring I knew it up. that's what I, you were getting at. I got to bring it up every pod. That thing didn't win one award, man. I thought it won. I thought it won something. Um, no, it didn't. Like, bro, the game is advanced. It's it's past its time. It's like it's past its time, bro. Like with. Dude. I swear, Psycho Psychonauts <sighs> two one. I'm looking it up as you continue to talk, but it's like I, I could have sworn Psychonauts two won something. Like a game as it takes two one game of the year and like that. Oh, game, maybe that. Uh, yeah, I remember that game. But that was yeah. nobody expected that. I feel like I think like indie game at best. But like you know what I'm saying. Like you can't distraught the other games that competed. So like I just don't understand why people like say like, oh they probably just pushed it back to um, so it could get a chance at game of the year. I'm like I don't know like if that's a feasible excuse. Like if the game is done and it could get put out, then cool. But if they're pushing it back like you said because of crunch, because of these workers not working enough hours or like working too much hours, people are getting stressed and the, the game's just not finished. Like I don't want another cyberpunk thing. I don't. Yeah. Because like I'm not saying cyberpunk is bad now. I can't say that because I haven't picked it up. But apparently they fixed a lot of things. I'd have to replay it to figure that out. But like at the same time, like make the games good. It's just like I don't want to. In my head, I just don't want to fucking be like, oh, this is this game's getting pushed back because of game of the year. But I mean, I guess all they got is Halo Infinite, man. Do you think it could get revived? Like I put it oh, down. No. You know, it's just like because like I I don't want to even give it another shot, bro. I'm turned off by it. I well, think it's like well because it's like season two came out and it's like it added two new maps, like only two new maps, and then it's like a new battle pass with like pretty much like. Re borderline reuse cosmetics and it's just like like dog y'all y'all really need to like do more like two maps is not a and then it's like even when season two came out like a bunch of bugs started happening too like now like weapons like jam is what they're calling it like your guns won't shoot half the time i saw like there were connection and it's just like what are what are y'all doing man like y'all y'all butchered this series so bad like y'all y'all had so much time to fix it and, like, then they even took out, you know, like, certain jumps and movement things that, like, pro players were like, hey, this is badass. And then, like, they just snuck, took it out without telling anyone. And a lot of pro players were just like, hey, so about that transparency, uh, you didn't run this past anyone and just took it out because y'all thought it was the move. And it got so much backlash that 343 is like, all right, well, we, we, we reverted that and put it back in. Do you just think, like, man, y'all are out of touch. Do you think people did that because you can only do it off a controller or off a mouse and keyboard? Because I know that was a big apex debate. Like, they took away the strafe jumping. You can do it on both. Okay. I was about to say, because I heard that, like, they when they took away the strafe jumping and apex, everybody was, like, super mad about it. And they were just, like, livid. And they were like, why would you take that away? And then, like, controller players couldn't do it. It was only a mouse and keyboard thing to where you could key bind it. On a, on a scroll wheel or something like that but like me not even really being the biggest halo fan ever like i'm just not i generally thought when i first picked it up and i think everybody had this feeling it was like it was good to have an arena shooter that felt good to play it was fun to play everything was very balanced from the gun shooting from <clears throat> like i feel like when you play 
every time I got a kill or every time I died, I knew the reason why I died. I feel like sometimes yeah. it's hard. Like you don't you get outplayed more than just like BS, I feel like. Uh, but bro, it came a time where I, I put in 10, 15, 20 hours and it's like, bro, I'm playing the same three, four maps. Like, yeah, and it, it gets boring. There's no, there's no life to it. It's just like, you, if you play for an hour, you've played the entire game. But that's, that's the problem that I'm getting at. It's like, we we're sitting here playing for 10 hours and we're getting, we're, we're, we're doing three, four hour sessions at this point. And it's like, man, we just played this map like two maps ago. And it's like. Once you get the maps down, it doesn't really make it that much fun anymore. Like it just, it doesn't. Yeah. Like I just lost interest in it, and I never really cared for the battle pass. I didn't look into it that much. I was just more concerned to just like the gameplay aspect of it. Like I know a lot of people were very hyped and they're excited that this game came out early and it was unexpected and everybody rushed home because they wanted to play it super bad. But like the problem with doing that is a lot of stuff is unfinished. We still haven't got co-op campaign. We haven't gotten Forge. Um, there's probably something along the lines that isn't getting fixed that they haven't put in the game. And like you said, two maps, like, you know, they're working at a battle royale. We, we got to assume like, I mean, like, I don't want to, I'd either if we want it or not, you got to assume someone's working on it. This is why this stuff isn't coming through. Yeah. Apparently it's been rumored that the battle royale is coming out, but it's being developed by a different uh, developer called certain affinity. So that's the thing, man. It's like, I could care less about a BR. I just... I just want more maps. Give me more maps. Cause like, do you, uh, can you give me uh, 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 podcast Nick Tanner? Uh, 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 do you know, <laughs> do you know how many maps are exactly in the game? <laughs> um, oh, I shit. know there's, let's see. Nine, maybe. I don't know. Let me I don't see. know, man. I'll look it up right now. Cause it's like, it's not a lot. I'm so very, got... very curious. And like, one, We've been two, waiting three, for this. Four, I could care less five, about co-op campaign six, anymore because that's out the window. Everybody's done play the campaign. Who's wanted to play it? So, so it's got twelve maps and um one wait one two three of them are BTB only. So nine arena ones, three BTB ones. This is not. I don't know. I don't think that's the normal for Halo. I feel like they've always oh, no. done more. Oh, Halo's always had a shitload of maps. And whenever they'd have DLCs, DLCs would usually be four maps at a time. Because then it's like, and then it's like, are we being greedy because it is a free-to-play game? Like, are we no, just asking it's, for it's too Microsoft, much? It's Microsoft's moneymaker. They they need to... But this, this was free it. Free-to-play or not, like, this is, this is literally the face of Microsoft is Halo. And y'all are just giving the absolute bare minimum no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would think your big heavy hitter in Halo would be putting up numbers, or you would want it to, like, be at its peak. Because there, I've heard a lot of people say, like, if Halo doesn't starstruck everybody, then it's dead at this point. Oh, player player count's just abysmal. It's it's fallen off so much. When you have the nostalgia from Halo 3, remember playing Forge, all the custom games, all the uh, the rank matches, and the the amazing campaign and story of Master Chief, and ever since, like, 4 and 5, it just kind of went downhill, and nobody really cared about, like, Master Chief. I don't give a fuck about Master Chief's story. I'm sorry. I like Halo. I think it's more uh, interesting when we like you bring in an o, uh, Halo ODST. I think that story was way more interesting than you bring in like a Halo Four and Five. I could care. I'm tired of hearing about Master Chief. You know. Yeah, Four is all right. Five, I could care less about. Infinite, I actually really like the Infinite <sighs> campaign, but yeah, like 
not really good if you have a good campaign built on the back of two bad ones. It's like, oh, um, yeah. So Xbox just seems like it's in shambles, and we just got to deal with that. Stinks. Pretty much. Stinks. Get it together, Xbox. I hope everybody at Bethesda is getting their hour or uh, not crunching and whatever. Though, we just have uh, we just want everybody to produce the best video games. So, yep. <clears throat> Next on our list, we basically have uh, PlayStation uh, announced all their uh, their classic plus games, uh, their catalog. Uh, some titles feature improved frame rate and higher image quality select playstation slash psp titles feature a new ui and lets players save at any time or rewind the game owners of classic ps1 slash psp games can access the games without a sub and ubisoft ubisoft plus is getting added to playstation which honestly is a w it's not bought not bought by playstation it's just saying like look you're getting ubisoft plus with playstation that's kind of that's kind of tough you know what i'm saying okay Kind of um, like what EA did with Xbox with Game Pass. Right. Um, I sent over the list. Um, I really don't want to go through the whole list. There's a lot of games in here, but Yeah, there's there's a decent chunk of games on there. We don't obviously that's that's a lot to go through. You got you got you got your uh Jack and Dexter's on here, you got Ape Escapes on here, you got Bioshock, Borderlands. Uh, a lot of the Lego games, uh, Demon Souls, Infamous, all those games are on there. All the Ratchet and Clanks. Um, hey, they got Fear. Fear is such a great game. Red Dead Redemption, Lost Planet, Devil May Cry is kind of a W. Um, and then I want to announce the uh, the Ubisoft games. Uh, the Ubisoft games, uh, the main ones are you getting uh, AC Valhalla, all the Far Cries, South Park, if you're into that. I think those games are kind of eh, kind of over fart jokes. But, I mean, Watch Dogs, uh, duh, 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 The Division. So, definitely uh, a lot of stuff on here. Uh, All the Trials and Trackmania, cool. Yeah, I want to see. I want to make sure that I have. Uh, PlayStation Plus, time-limited game trials revealed. Uncharted, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, what's CP 2077? Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Farming Simulator, Tiny Tina's, and WWE, which, I don't know. That's the only, I feel like that's the only reason why it's not going to compete with uh, Game Pass. It's just because it doesn't have the, uh, the games yeah. on hand with the subscription, but I can understand why they don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh... They'll add new games every uh, every month. Uh, PlayStation Plus Essentials, first Tuesday of the month, you'll get a new game. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium Deluxe, additional new games across Extra Premium passes uh, or plans. In the middle of the month, number of game varies per month. So, um, basically, the only thing I really want to talk about is uh, how you feeling about Ubisoft and PlayStation teaming up. I mean, I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I have no problem with it. I mean, like I said, it was. I know since EA did it with the Xbox, it's like I know every other game has their subscription plan. So it's like I was only a matter of time before another one got involved and joined up with something. Right. So. I, I think it's cool for the price that you pay if you can get those games too. Because like I know yeah. that Ubisoft Plus has their own, like you said, their own subscription plan. If they could throw it in with PlayStation, you could play those games too. I think it just it just uh, makes the deal a little bit better. So I think that's gonna swing over a lot of people. I think for me, it's probably still a no for me. Um, I'm getting to the point to like even with Xbox like Game Pass is cool because you get to try a lot of these indie games and stuff like that That's the only reason I will stay having Game Pass 
But <clears throat> I like to own my games now. Like, I, I was kind of weird about it at first, but now ever since I got my PlayStation, I just buy. Like, if I want the new Ratchet and Clank comes out, I'll just buy it. I'll just yeah. buy it, and then I'll just have it with me forever. And so, like, I, I kind of messed up with Xbox. Cause a lot of, like, Psychonauts 2, I should have probably just bought it because I want, what if I want to play that down the road and I don't yeah. have Game Pass? But I only have the Xbox that doesn't have the disk drive. But other than that, man, like... I still think it's cool. I mean, I'd be down to get down to some Assassin's Creed. I've wanted to play the Valhalla game, but that game is like, you think Elden Ring's long? Come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, that's going to be way longer, so. Um. So, yeah. So, be on the lookout for that. Um, if you guys want to read about it more, I'll make sure I put the tweets in the description. They were tweeted out... Uh, let me let me uh, shout them out so I don't get them wrong. I never really. It's a uh, Nebellion. If you guys know that account, I'll make sure I put his uh, tweets and his at in the bio so you guys can go check it out for yourself. Um, a lot of people want Phil Spencer fired over the uh, the Starfield Redfall delays. There is a a tweet floating around that he said. I'm trying to find it real quick. What did he do? He's not even involved with it. I mean, I guess he owns it. Like, I think Xbox like he, fans are just mad because they don't have any games coming out. Um, he said, these decisions are hard on teams making the games and for our fans. Uh, while I fully support giving teams time to release these great games when they are ready, we hear the feedback delivering quality and consistency is expected. We will continue to work to better meet those expectations. End quote. And then he said, last spring before E3, I spoke to some folks on Starfield who were extremely worried about committing to 11-11-22 date based on the progress they made so far. In quotes, next cyberpunk, in end quote, was the term floated. <laughs> so a lot of people yeah. were already floating that speculation, too. That would be like another cyberpunk. Uh, good on Bethesda for delaying even after announcing that specific date. This is Phil Spencer tweeting that out. They're like giving them their flowers for pushing it back, which I agree with Phil, bro. I like Phil. I'm Team Phil yeah, Spencer Phil, all Phil's the way. Cool, dude. Yeah, like I like it, it goes back like we can kind of just touch up on it. It's just like it's, it goes back to that line where it's just like, bro, give this man a break. Like the, the how much he's made Xbox better over the past few years he's been there. You guys got the game pass. You guys got good games last year, and you got good games to come. Like, talking about firing this dude is insane. <laughs> oh, man. It's just crazy to me, bro. Yeah. Everybody's upset about it, so I just wanted to catch up on him tweeting that out because everybody is upset. But, like, we don't even know. We have summer games that comes out this summer. Yeah, the Summer Games Fest or whatever. Yeah, let me look up the date for that. The Summer Games Fest is June 10th. And nice. it ends on... Wait, hold on. Wait, no, that was 2021. It's uh, June 9th, so... I mean, they still got time to cook something up. Xbox gets yeah. an, Xbox gets announced June 12th, though. So we literally have a few weeks till this, uh, till this gets announced. So I'm excited for it. We'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to see. I don't know. Like I said, people are overreacting against uh, against Phil and shit like that, but can't do nothing about it, bro. Can't do nothing about it. I'm hoping there's a there's an author I like. I like his books, and he said he's been working on a game that they're probably going to announce this year. And I'm like, oh, please announce it at the games games thing. I, I'll be excited. 
Because Bandai Namco reached out to him, like kind of like how they reached out to George R. R. Martin. They reached out to Brandon Sanderson, who's the author, and they were like, hey, we want you to work on a game. And he's like, I would love to if I wasn't working on a game already. And it's like, what? Wait, who's uh, who is that? Brandon Sanderson, he writes, uh, he writes like these series. Uh, the series I like is called the Stormlight Archives. And then he also writes uh, Mistborn and I forget what the other one is. The, the dude is like, the dude is one of the craziest authors out there. Like he... The running joke with him is that he takes a break from writing a book to write another book. Like, that's what he... <laughs> He's the definition of eating a candy bar, putting it down, and then eating another candy bar. He, he announced... So, he, he announced earlier this year, he was just like... Because he's been, you know, he's still working on the Mistborn books, the Stormlight Archives books. He's looking at all that. And then he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I wrote four new books, like mystery books, and, like, I'm kickstarting them. And it's just like... Where the fuck do you find time to write four new books? And then when he put it on Kickstarter, it became the highest, uh, highest uh, grossing Kickstarter in history. He, he was like, yeah, let me, let me look it up real quick. This is a segue, but I was blown away. Uh, let me see. Because he was a. Yeah, it was like four books that he just specifically and he was just like. He's publishing them, and he just put a Kickstarter, and he's like, you know, Kickstarter for one million to get these books out. And the Kickstarter, as of now, is at forty-one million to write a book. And it's four books, and it became the highest-grossing Kickstarter in history. And it's like, damn, that'd be kind of like legit, this, though. Oh, his books are awesome. The Stormlight Archives is my favorite books. It's so cool. I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how to read, but can I like, how how big are the books? Uh, the Audible, so I Audible them, I and each each book's about. F- <laughs> so that's the thing too. You're an Audible. That- You're an Audibleer. You pay for yeah, it. Like- you pay for that. I did. Yeah, I just paid <laughs> for it. Downloaded all the books, and then uh, got rid of it. But each of his books, or each of at least the Stormlight Archives books, are about fifty to sixty hours. So it's like what? when he writes. I say, I'm saying his books are like this thick, and he writes multiple of those, and then we'll just randomly be like, "Hey, so I wrote a new one in my spare time," and it's like, "What are you doing, dude?" <laughs> I guess that's what, that's what keeps everything fresh, though. I feel like, what if he like wasn't influenced on writing that book, and he was just like, "Yo, I need, I need, I need space, bro." And I he does like space. YouTube. He does YouTube videos. Like he he did he dude. The dude's like, I don't think the dude can take a break. He's yeah. committed, bro. He's committed to the grind. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that like they announce his game this year because he was like he's been playing a lot of Elden Ring. He was putting up like Elden Ring tweets and stuff like that, and he's like, "I love this game." And I'm like, "Please make your own version of this. Like, let's do it." Everybody's playing, it. dude. I can't even. I just can't get over like how crazy the game is. It's just it's the characters for me. Like, I think more more games need to look at how crazy those characters were and like the NPCs and stuff like that and kind of just put that in their own game. Like it's not your typical like boss fights and stuff like that. I don't know. You you're you always find something different, I feel like. And just like like how I walked into that one town and then there's just people hitting the dance and I'm like, yo, what is happening? I'm like, this town's lit though. And I was like, they don't yeah. even hurt you and it's cool stuff like that that you don't expect to run in on. And then the one time where I'm exploring uh weeping peninsula and i hear a bat like just singing it's like the, oh, most yeah, the, beautiful, the most beautiful singing i've ever heard and i'm like dude i'm like where is his voice at and i found him and i was like wow i was like this is cool <laughs> this is cool oh, yeah, those, those things are those things are nutty mm-hmm Oh man, I need to be an audibler. I need I, I, the only thing I consume at work is podcasts at this point. I listen to Gaming Illuminati. 
I listen to uh, Hokage Thoughts and then uh, Gamertag Radio. Nice. So I listen, I just turn on like video essays at work on YouTube and just let those play in the background. Yeah, technically we're not allowed to have our phones out at work, so allegedly I'll turn on a video and I'll hide it in my toolbox and hope it just plays yeah. out. But I'd rather just listen. I'm hoping sometimes I hope that they're a little bit longer, so I can just put it in my toolbox. And just have to listen to it. So yeah, and just chill out, <laughs> not worry about it. I'm still trying to find a sweet point for the podcast because like I feel like people do mess around with the hour and a half episodes, but then sometimes I like to keep them short. So it's like I felt like sometimes I listen to a podcast. I'm like, damn, only 40 minutes. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm like, bro, just, just let me let me take let me consume this for my day. Like, let me just take the only this. the only podcast I really got into for being like super long was like the Your Mom's House podcast, which was like the comedians or whatever. And it's like I was fine with that because they would usually their episodes could sometimes be like two hours, but like the first hour would be like just the husband and wife, and then the second hour would be the guests that they bring in. Right. So it was kind of like two episodes in one. But then when they have, like, a really good guest, you're just like, oh, man, I don't want this to end. Like, when they get Joey Diaz, it's like, all right, cool, we talk for three hours, let's go. I really like the Yard podcast, which I never, I like Ludwig as a streamer. I like Ludwig as a content creator, but I never, like, didn't think I would like his pod because I, it's a lot of personal stuff, like, just what they go through on a day-to-day basis. And, like, uh, the Smash community and shit like that. But after you sit down and listen, dude, those guys are hilarious, bro. Like they just crack me up. They just sit there and they just spit. If you if you're interested in the Smash community, I know I've mentioned it before, but you gotta watch that Smash Bros. documentary. That shit's awesome. I'm about to. I got I got to at this point. It's like eight episodes. It's it's sick. I love watching it. It's so cool. Every time every time we talk about Smash, you bring it up. I have to. Oh, I watch it like once a month. It's it's so good. Dude, what do we gotta do? We should like we should do a tournament, bro. A fighting tournament. Me and you. Let's host it. Let's commentate it. We don't even we don't even play fight. Let's just do it. Me and you, let's throw, let's throw, let's throw a prize on the line. Just get a bunch of fucking underdogs in there and just like commentate it, bro. Prize, not, we'll we'll throw in a tub of G fuel or something. Be like, just commentate this whole Jeez. event. I I don't know. Can I get? Can I? Can you do giveaways like that or what? I, because I'm not sponsored with G fuel. Would I get in trouble for that? No. If you get the product, it's yours to do with what you want. So if you want to. Yeah, no, they can't tell you no. Nah, we need to now, get- now, if you say the event is sponsored by it, then yeah, you could get in trouble because that's an endorsement. But it's like, <laughs> if you're just like, hey, it's the prize, like, no. Dude, we should we should do something like that with a video game. I don't know what it could be. Like, I think Super Smash Bros. would be funny, though. Just I get feel all- like that's one where it's like everyone at least has a general idea of what's going on. Get a bracket started, bro. We just take one night out of our day. We start at like 1 p.m., finish at midnight. We're all booed up. We'll get we'll get what, you some me and my buddies used me and my buddies used to do that we for like net play on like uh melee we used to like do it like that bracket maker thing and just do like little tournaments and just do those for fun ah uh, dude i think i think it might be time bro i i, I think that shit would be sweet i don't even like i just like smash brothers bro i like watching it I don't, i've never been like i think it'd be kind of cool we just host it up fucking i'm done i'm down just chill y'all, out. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all heard it on the pod first. If you pod listeners hear it, man, you guys trying to get signed up. Oh, dude, I'm geeked now. Look at that, bro. We're like, we're yeah, like fun, yeah. Jordan and Pippin, man. Look at us. That's a football reference. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know enough about sports, but I, I know that one was wrong. <laughs> I wanted to test you a little bit. Oh, wow. Like, I was just like. Hold on a second. It's like, is this dude this dude serious or is he messing with me? Ah, uh, bro, I'm I love I watched the Celtics game yesterday. Celtics, uh, Celtics Heat. And the Heat were up by 26 and they almost lost. 
And I was like, wow, I'm just expecting the 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 Falcon heat jokes. I'm like, bro, I'm like, just win. I was like, I don't even want I, I want to be on Twitter tonight because they'd be slandering my they'd be slandering the Falcons when someone else blows the lead. It's ridiculous. So <laughs> <clears throat> last but not least that we got on our list, guys, um is uh allegedly um is what I heard through the rumor mill. Is uh, Call of Duty is adding four maps from 2009. Yes, I repeat, 2009 Modern Warfare 2 into the new Warzone 2 map. Uh, the maps that are going to be added are High Rise, uh, Terminal, which is a legendary map, Quarry, and Afghan. Um, I have something to say about this, and Stu was ready to debate about this, so I was waiting for this part of the pod. But like. I just, uh, I get they are doing a remaster for Modern Warfare 2. First of all, I think they made it very unclear if it's a remaster of the old game or if it's a rem- uh, if it's part it's two. A, it, it's a sequel to the 2019 Modern Warfare. It's not a remaster of okay. the 2009. Yeah. Well, that just makes it worse then, I feel like. Like, I just don't. I, have I wish always, it would be a remaster. That would be sick. This is the thing, guys, is uh, am I mad about this? No. Do I think COD could do better? I think COD should do better. I think it's along the lines of the Halo debate. It's like Call of Duty is the best shooter in the top-selling game year after year after year after year after year. Your dad buys it. Your uncle buys it. Your- Elden Ring outsold the most recent COD also, by the way. Just mm-hmm. saying. Yeah, I heard about that, too. Congrats to them. That's the first time someone's outsold them in a while. And then, yep. their, and then their excuse was, uh, oh, if it wasn't World, uh, World War II based. Like, man, don't put that on that, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah sorry, people aren't into, like, the slow shooting guns anymore. Personally, I like the World War II setting. I like the guns. I like the way they shoot. I like it's, it's different, bro. Like, we play too many of these futuristic shooters. Like, it's good to have one that's, like, old school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I like watching Hunt so much. The guns from Just Hunt. Remaster World at War, then. Good God. That was, that was the game. Which one? World at War. Call of Duty World at War. The one between COD 4 and MW2. Like the old yeah, that like was Xbox a, That was a good one. World at War banged. That, that game was, my, was so good. That was my first Call of Duty, and that was one of it's, my favorite. That's the most memorable so one good. for me. I remember playing that. Like I tell the story every time, man. I was at school. I wanted a video game for my birthday. I asked my boy, I was like, hey, what should I get? And he's like, oh, you got to get that uh, that Call of Duty. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, bro, get the new Call of Duty. Roll that war. I'm like, all right. I got it, and I got addicted to it. Addicted. I'm talking about as soon as I come home from school, I'm on. As soon yep. as I, as soon as it's Saturday, I'm up at 8. I'm gaming until 5 in the afternoon. Snacks in between only. Leveling yep. up, grinding. Turtle Beach. I then, and then eventually I got so addicted, I was like, oh, I'm going to need a Turtle Beach headset. And then that's when I got legit. So, But back to the point of... Them adding the older, like, I just feel like Call of Duty needs to make, just make better maps. Like, just make better products. Like, I feel like they don't get the pass anymore because they have the money to do this. And they, they really just can't, they can't, one, they can't make a game that it has a seasonable upload or like, like a reasonable sized game. They can't like package it right. I've never liked them for that. The maps get boring. They're not rememberable. The only time, the only reason we do remember these older maps is because how good they were. They just haven't put out any maps that we remember for a long time. I mean, Nuketown has been a staple in a lot of these games for like their featured small map. They just throw in a new version of Nuketown. They just they like to recycle all these maps and then call it like they throw it in like a map pack or something like that. I've never liked them for that. Um, that's just yeah. me personally. I mean, 
I'm always fine with throwback maps because it's like I like nostalgia, but it's like, I mean, we haven't, as far as I know, I'm trying to think, it's like those maps, it's like we had Terminal and Advanced Warfare. I remember that, but it's like High Rise, Quarry, and what was the other one? Favela? High Rise, Terminal, Quarry, Afghan. Afghan. So Afghan, Quarry, and the other one, like we, I don't think we've seen those remastered, like other than, like I said, other than uh, Terminal, which we've seen, like, I think this will be the first time we'll see those remastered. So it's like, I'll give it a little bit more of a slide that way. But, um, I mean, that's what, I mean, blackout did that with, uh, Treyarch call of duties, like, or Treyarch maps, like blackout had like, you know, array firing range. Like it had maps from the black ops series and world at war series. And then, you know, MW 2019 and, or Warzone had maps in MW 2019, like Superstore and headquarters, not headquarters broadcast and stuff like that. So it's like, I'm fine with it, especially because those maps are fun, but that's just me. I like nostalgia. I mean, that, that's why it's at the point. It's like, I'd rather at this point, I'd rather play remakes or go back to old games and play new shit. Uh, yeah, you've been on that little tweet rant. It's like, I, yeah, just, it's- I just really have high expectations for this game that they should be releasing good shit. Not like, so what are we going to do when we're five years down the road, bro? Like 10 years down the road? Are we just going to keep on using these 2009 maps? Like, I mean, people I mean, like- realistically, I feel like Call of Duty is like starting. I, I feel like it's been overdue, but I feel like Call of Duty is actually starting its decline now. Like it, it got outsold by a single player game like that. That's a fucking that's a massive like that's tough. Bro. Holy sh- and it's like, you know. Since like I mean they've they've been polarizing like, um, I know it's Call of Duty, but it seems like, you know, with the newer ones like from like the Xbox One and PS4, you know, people were like love them or hate them, love them or hate them, and then it's like as time went on, it just seemed like people were like hate them or tolerate them. Like the the lows have still been low, but the highs are starting to come down to match it. Like I I, I still like M Dub like 2019, but it's like. And I know a lot of people do, but a lot of people are like, man, MW2019 is actually really good. A lot of people are like, yeah, it's all right, or it sucks. And then Cold like Cold War, people are like, no one was like, oh, man, Cold War is so good. It's like people are like, Cold War is all right. And then Vanguard, same thing. People are just like, it's a Call of Duty game. So it's like the, those highs are starting to drop and the lows are just staying there. So it's like it, it could start to be on its decline. Yeah. But at the same time, the typical COD cycle, what's going to happen is three years from now, people are going to be like, you know, Vanguard was actually a really good game. And it's like, Oh, go fuck yourself, man. I hate when people do that. It's like, it's like, I might not, it's like, if I like a COD, it's like, I was like that, you know, people nowadays are like, Oh, black ops three was actually really good. And it's like, where was that energy when it was out? Cause I specifically remember you being like, this game sucks. And now you're like, Oh, it's so good. And it's like, no, you don't get to say that. I've never heard people hate their game more than COD people hate their game. Like I think yeah, maybe COD- Halo people, maybe at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that. But like every time a new COD comes out, even the COD community is very negative. Like I barely see anything positive coming out of, out of that game, bro. Like that's why I yeah. got tired of multiplayer like shooters. You don't really get excited over much. I mean, the only thing you really have to look on is like battle pass stuff. And I, I can understand why people like to go the battle royale route more than anything, but I guess guess it depends on the game because I like I I personally like Titanfall better than I've liked Apex. Like I've sometimes I like battle sometimes I like battle royale games, but a lot of people like think that's the Lord and Savior, like Jesus Christ of like games, and it's just not like people just be like battle royale is different every time. I'm like, 
yeah and then no like i feel it, it like, is up to an extent yeah like i just uh the battle royale stuff like i feel like it just wasn't my thing especially ranked ranked battle royale is like the worst thing like to i've me, never understood I, i've thing. never understood games that have a ranking system for pretty much if a game's not an arena shooter i've never understood why it has a ranking system because it's like if right. you have a ranking system everyone's on an equal playing ground like and a br Someone could land ten feet next to you and pull, pick up a fucking nuke launcher, and you you pull out just like a fucking wet paper towel, and it's like you die, and it's like oh your rank went down because of that, and it's like that wasn't even skill based, that was just I got unlucky. Like, right. That's why when people are like, like I mean, obviously you know predators on Apex and whatever, obviously they're good at the game. Like I'm not saying like y'all suck, but it's like it's just stupid that it's just like. Well, I'm a predator, and it's like for all I know, you could just get lucky drops ten games in a row and just fucking kill people who are higher ranked than True. you don't get shit like those high kill games where people just have like they post their high kill games like well you probably found something right off the rip like exactly yeah it's like i i understand it takes a little bit of a skill with that but it's just also like i never like really agreed with rewarding somebody for um staying alive the longest either because you could definitely rat it out you could definitely like hide a little bit more you could third party there's ways that you could hide and stay alive to get your rank up a little bit too uh, so dude, i've that, never been a fan of that at all i don't know if you've played it but br games that fucking blood hunt game pisses me off so much i played it i played it for like uh a week uh, hey, that game is third that game is just third party central i was like good god i was getting so annoyed and then like the one game we played where we made it to the very end like you're like the last team and we're like where's this team at and they were just hiding like way off in a corner behind like a street sign at the edge of the zone and i'm like are you kidding me that this is how this game ended <laughs> and then like we died because it's like we they shot us in the back because we're like where are they at but it's just like very cool that like that's why i don't know you can hear bullets very like across the map type shit like as soon as you hear a bullet people are running towards that so yeah i get you <sighs> so I don't know to kind of cap it all off like I said I'm not super mad about it I get it it's like a, it's just like let's just do I, I just expect higher standards but now that I'm kind of sitting here reading it it's like it is what it is I just don't understand why we rely on nostalgia for everything for a game to be good like I feel like you should be starting nostalgia for newer generations and stuff like that like create a map that's going to be remembered by the new generation too like it's cool. It's cool for us, but like at the end of the day, bro, we're just gonna get tired of cotton. They could, they could like two or three years down the road be like, we put Duke Town back in the game, and then we're like, I don't care. I don't care, man. That's so, yeah. So, so to wrap oh, yeah. to wrap it all up, um, well, actually, uh, I guess we'll talk about. Do you think Modern Warfare Two is gonna be the savior? Then are we just gonna have no. no expectations? Okay, good. We can just unless they it. came out and were like, unless they did like a package thing where it's like, hey, you get MW Two, the sequel to 2019, and you get MW Two 2009 remastered. If they did that, I would I would snatch that bitch up in a heartbeat. Give give two games and yeah, bundle it together. That'd be kind of cool. I don't see why they wouldn't. It, it'd probably be a hundred dollar game, a hundred dollar uh, bundle though. <laughs> they ain't gonna let that, they ain't gonna let that slide. They gonna get no, their that's money. What, that's what they did with Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered. So yep. Um, to wrap up the rest of the episode, guys, uh, I posted on Twitter. Um, basically, before every podcast, I like to tweet out along the lines of uh, recording an episode for Tana's Eye View today. If you guys have any questions you want us to answer, let me know in the comments below. So if you guys want to be a part of the next uh, questions for the pod, just follow me on Twitter at you love Nick Tana. That's Y O U. L-O-V-E-N-I-C-K-T-A-N-A. 
Uh. <laughs> or just click the subscription or uh, click the description below. Um, but we have two questions today. Uh, one's from Goose, and he said, "What's your top game of this? Uh, what's your top game of the year contender so far? Don't say Elden Ring." So we'll Lucky Goose, it's Elden Ring. <laughs> I would go ahead and kick it off the stew. And uh, that—that's your answer. You're really gonna sit. You're really gonna sit here and say. Uh... Realistically, even though the game's not out yet, if if they follow through, God of War without a doubt. But that's only if they follow through. And I'm I'm still skeptical that it's not gonna release this year. But it's like, if God of War comes out this year, it is without a doubt. It's the the game of the year is gonna be a coin toss between God of War and Elden Ring, no so, doubt. So, I'm looking at a few of these games here, and. 2022 has not been a bad year by anybody's standards. If, if, if people think 2022 was a flop, they just haven't played enough games. Uh, if I had to pick a game right now based on what I think, it could be very well Dying Light 2. I watched gameplay of that. It, it, it was You don't think so? You played the it's, game and you still don't it, think so? It's good, but it's 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 not an Elden Ring or a God of War. Like it's 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 not to that standard. I have that, and personally, if I game. if I had to pick something that I've played, I honestly think that uh, Pokemon Legends of Arceus will probably be up there on the list for me, just because like oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. Like I feel like that game like turned around the Pokemon community and they did something new and uh, something that the Pokemon community's been asking for a really long time. Like make yeah, us I forgot about that that it came out this year. That that's make, definitely a contender. I don't think it'll win, but I, I guarantee it'll be in the list of make, like, hey, here's your like. It's yeah. more of like us bro like i remember ray and coco were talking about that in the last episode make sure you guys listen if you haven't already episode 16 we talked about it and it's like a game that felt like it was for us like what happens if pokemon was real life bro like that pokemon yeah. games it's like you walk into a little patch of grass and something pops but it's different you gotta think of like the pokemon world is literally pokemon everywhere like think of like you would like a forest how there's just animals everywhere on everywhere on everywhere they're yeah. all mixed together um there's stuff in the water like that like was a Pokemon dream for me. That was a dream that like I wanted to see as a kid and I got to see that. So I feel like that could definitely compete. I don't think Kirby was good enough for me. I think Kirby was a very fun game and it's fun to pick up for however long. I did a little review on that. I didn't do an in-depth review. I just think Kirby's like fun for that moment. Yeah, knock it out, 10 hour game. Uh, there's not really that much of a story behind it besides uh, your friend gets captured, you save your friends, you save the uh, the Waddledees. Um, a lot of people had a little bit more appreciation for it. I mean, this is like the first 3D Kirby game that they ever made. It's just it's just like it was just more along fun for me. Like I I could care yeah. less about it. Uh, and then like you said, Horizon Forbidden West. I know I'm saying a lot of games. I'm just kind of trying to. I'm I'm doing this to try and bring Elden Ring down. So we don't look like Elden Ring is, uh, we're trying to clear the check from Elden Ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From software. We're not trying to get paid off here. But like Horizon Forbidden West, I feel like it's going to be up there. It'll be in the debate. It just wasn't good enough. I feel like it's a very, they played it very safe on the action adventure side. It's, your, it's the it's the standard of, you. if you think of action adventure, that's what you're going to get Horizon. You're going to get whatever you expect bad. it's just like you said yeah it's the same thing very very safe like what you expect is exactly what you're gonna get you're not gonna get any like twists or turns or nothing like that so yep uh final answer i'm gonna say pokemon legends of arceus uh would be my guess out of all those games so yeah. but i feel like a lot of people don't give nintendo its flowers though either like uh what was there any nintendo games in game of the year last year 
I always think it was the It Takes Two, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Psycho Nuts, uh, Death Loop, and there was one more. Uh, was it Metroid Dread? There's your Nintendo one. Oh, that game was a flop. That that game was I didn't play it, but that game was huge. I know people love love the Metroid games. Yeah, release. All I know is when Metro Metroid, when Metroid Prime Four comes out, that that's gonna be a game of the year contender. Metroid Prime, that's what we waiting for. Um, last but not least, our last question of the day is from Gordon. Gordon, our video game, our video game releases dates even valid anymore? Question mark. I feel like anything and everything gets delayed nowadays. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it up to Stu. Ask how he feels about this question. Do you think that uh, release dates don't even mean anything, or is they just like because they get pushed back all the time anyway? At, th- so. at this point, it's like if you're gonna put a date on it, like maybe put like an asterisk. Like I know it's kind of kind of expected, but let's say you know announce like let's say let's going back to starfield or whatever if they would have put you know expected q4 2022 that way it's like hey this is when they're planning on it but it's not set in stone i'd be fine with that because at least it kind of gives us a little bit of an idea of like where they think they're at versus if you're like it's coming out at this time and then it gets pushed back and pushed back it's like why'd you even fucking tell us then it's like if you if you or at least give us like a ballpark. Like if they're just like, like let's say like even when games are like you know planned for like late or early twenty twenty three, it's like all right, at least you gave it a ballpark. Like that, that's how I see it. It's like don't don't set it in stone unless you're confident. I, I'm totally fine with games giving just an estimate at this point. I think um, Gamer Tag Radio talks about this a lot, and they say along the lines of like I think the thing that I would like, and I agree with them, is like. Tell me, let's say they said Fallout 76 is a good example of this. Like, it came out a certain day and they announced the release date like a month beforehand, but you didn't hear about it for a very long time. Like, for Starfield's case, I feel like you talked about it so early that now you got people expecting it. So now you got people bugging you, like, yo, when are we going to see this? When the expectation. Well, I got pissed when they announced Kingdom Hearts 4. It's just like, why did y'all do this? It took y'all 14 years to make Kingdom right. Hearts 3 after Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, why Why did you announce this? We're not seeing this for, like, eight years minimum. Where they do it so, like, people can talk about, like... I think that's stupid. It's just it's just to get the wor- word of mouth around. Like, oh, do you hear that they're working on it? Like, it's official. Well, I got now. pissed whenever they announced. That's why, like, I liked what GTA did. Where they they never announced GTA Six for a long time, and then like after GTA Five had been out for like six years, they're like, okay, yeah, hey, we're working on GTA Six. Like, and it's like, thank y'all for like waiting, you know, six years to tell us that instead of telling us a year after GTA Five, like, hey, GTA Six is under uh, under under works. It's like cool. We're never going to see it, but that's cool. Dude, they are literally reaming out GTA 5, bro. They well, I got, that's really... why I got annoyed with when they announced Elder Scrolls, because it's like, we all know you were making it. Like, why did you announce it and be like, oh, yeah, well, this isn't coming out until way after Starfield. And it's like, why the fuck do you tell us then? Yeah, because Starfield is supposed to be that game that's going to hold us over for a long time until people get tired of it, and then they're going to release news. I think it's just they just want... They just want to stay relevant. They just want to keep on posting about Probably, stuff. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it comes to the time where it's just like... Uh, that's why, like, I've been saying it the past few podcasts, man. Like, that's why I've been really getting into these indie developed, uh, these indie studios and shit, man. Like, they will do, they don't have the funding and stuff to be talking all the time. So they basically, like, when their time comes, they have everything. They keep talking over back. Okay. They have everything ready for, they have everything ready 
um, from the fact to where like they have the cinematic or they have the game trailer, they got gameplay, and a release date is this year. Uh, that's why I've always liked those uh those indie indie titles for that reason. It's like we know what's gonna we know what to expect from them. That's why I've been really hip with that. Uh, it just comes a time to where it's like, <clears throat> sorry guys, it comes a time to where like, like you said, these games will sit there and they'll announce themselves, but the game ain't going to come out for a few more, few more years and stuff like that. Like it doesn't like, it doesn't excite me, like keep me excited, but they definitely want to like make sure I, they want to make sure that people are like looking forward to something like I just, but when you do that, people's expectations are super high. Like I just, I'd rather people just like keep it under wraps not even say anything about Starfield and then or any game and just be like, oh yeah, this game's coming out this year. It's done. It's done. So, yeah. but we have this. Um, but it it's it's a it's a thing where it's like they want to get people excited. They want to show what's coming out in the future and shit like that. So I understand, but I don't think game releases really mean anything for me. I just kind of uh, looking into the industry and studying the industry a little bit more. I just feel like we know that when stuff's going to get pushed back. Like, you kind of just get that feeling as a consumer. Like, I feel like people get so shocked. Like, when Starfield got pushed back, I was like, I didn't expect anything less. Like, when Forspoken yeah, right? when Forspoken got pushed back, I was like, okay. Like, I just come to accept it, which isn't, like, the best thing. It's not always the best practice, but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't really mind. I'll play something else. So, I was just saying along the lines of like when you were gone that the industry like for the like the indie games is just like they'll they have their one day that they can announce something like their one yeah. day and they announce it they got they got gameplay get like a cinematic trailer and a release date and like they have interviews with the developers and it's like bro chef's kiss bro chef's fucking kiss like, yeah. I don't know when I when like this hit me to where I I just appreciate the the work that they put in, but Jesus, bro, like games like uh, what was it, bro? Um, there's there's just been a bunch of them, man. Like I can't even yeah. like like I we had Indie World that came up, and a lot of those games I was just like like some of them you could look at and be like, okay, I'll never play them, but it's like you got to appreciate. The game like uh, did uh, Devolver Digital or Digital, yeah, Revol whatever. Devolver Digital, yeah, yeah. They look at what they've been doing. They've been putting that like hit after hit after hit, and it's not like okay, this isn't gonna win Game of the Year, but it's like you you recognize, it's yeah, you it's yeah. good. It's very above average. Then, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, to sum it all up, it don't really matter to me for release dates they don't um a lot of times they're just gonna say like these games are gonna come out 2023 and if they don't work with that then just expect for a further pushback so yeah i think that's about it pretty much yeah i mean it stinks but it is what it is so i think that's gonna be it for us guys um i'm gonna give Stu the floor real quick uh what you've been working on man tell them tell them what you've been working on bro have you been working on projects bro like i i feel like people, i feel like people that like my pod would like your pod as well like we both got i've been doing that you know I, I i i've been like i've been working on like doing like an elden ring review and it's like i i'm like stuck in like a limbo because it's like i write the script start recording it and then like i'm like oh wait let me do this and then it's like i just keep like recording rewriting recording and then it's like so i pretty much like scrapped everything and i'm like i am my thoughts are clearly not composed. So I like revamped my outline and I'm like, let's see if writing it from here will go better. Mm -hmm. So I'm like at that stage where I'm like, all right, 
start from scratch again. And it's like, if that doesn't work, I'm just going to just free ball it and just turn on like recording and just talk. Cause it's like that, that was my problem is like, I would keep forgetting stuff and then go off topic. And it's like, yeah, if I do it again, like we'll, we'll just free ball it. That's fine. Sometimes, sometimes those are better. Sometimes they're worse, but we'll see. Right. I mean, at least I have to, if I have to keep rewriting and undoing and rewriting. It's like, at that point it's like, you know what? Let's just cut out the middleman and let's just talk. I feel like you could do it. I mean, we we talk about it all the time, so um, that's like my big focus right now. Now, do you, would you want to do that to where like you space it? I like, do you want to do like a part one, ten minute episode part one, and then it's like in the next part? Uh, I would I'm probably just do about... a long. I, I I personally like doing long videos, so it's like I would just probably do it as like a one and done, and however long it is, that's how long it is. That would be kind of I, I don't I might fuck with that, bro. But then you gotta expect people to come back and listen to it. Like okay, like I can only listen to fifteen minutes of this. I'll come yeah, back and listen the, to the other 15 minutes. It's bro. like, I'm biased because that's what I do at work. It's like, you know, if I go, if I'm at work listening to like video essays, it's like, I'll still listen to the 15 minute ones. But, you know, if I see one that's like 30 to 45 to an hour, I'm like, ooh, that's the one I want to listen to because that'll just, while I'm at work, it's like, that'll hold me over for a while mm-hmm. versus, but it's like, it, it, yeah. I won't know how long it is until I start recording. That's the thing. It's like, it, I mean, I could talk and just get it over with in like 10 minutes and be like, oh, well, that was quick. Or I could talk and make it two hours. I don't know. Respect, yeah. Regardless, man, I I rem- I, uh, I amend you for that. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm gonna leave. Fun. I'm gonna have a link to his podcast down um, as well, guys. Um, especially to his page and all of his socials and shit like that. If you guys like Stu's content, um, go ahead and check it out. Uh, he's a great content creator. Um, stuff like that. So, um, this was episode 17 of the pod, guys. Um, again, I appreciate you guys listening. So uh, always a reminder, I'm going to say at the end, I know I kind of ramble about it and shit like that, but if you guys can do me a favor, make sure you guys rate this five stars if you guys did enjoy this. Share with a friend so we could get them involved and get the word out about us and stuff like that. And then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, And then also all my links and stuff are going to be in the description below. Like I said, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter for all the updates on Tana's Eye View, YouTube to catch me playing uh, Elden Ring. I have Elden Ring gameplay that's going up. Podcast, the visual versions, they go up there as well. And then on my Twitch, I stream three days a week. So all that will be in the description. Um, Again, thank you guys for kicking it. I'm signing off. Have a great day. Tell someone you love them, and I'll catch you guys next episode. (laughs) Ruin it. Later. Do it.